If you want to make your dream become reality, the people that are running after that dream know they're going to have hard times. They keep on running because they're saying within themselves, I'm the one, I'm the one. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host. And I can't say the next part because this is a different episode of the MF CEO Project. This is the new Sunday Sermon episode. You might be asking, what, what are these guys doing? Um, <clears throat> Vaughn and I have been talking, man. And we've been talking about how we could bring more value. And while we talk a lot about entrepreneurship and business and success... I feel like, and we both feel like, we could talk a little bit more about um, positive character traits that can help you with those things. Because the truth of it is, guys, is that without building a solid foundation of morality and character, it's very hard to be successful, and it certainly won't be fulfilling uh, in the way that society is built right now. You know, it used to be that everything wasn't transparent. You didn't know the decisions that were being made. You didn't know the kind of people that were running companies. Um, It was all behind closed doors. So these things like character foundation uh, and being a good person and being a moral person and doing that, they weren't as crucial as they are today. So we came up with this idea for the Sunday Sermon episodes of the MFCEO project. It's not really business. It's not really self-help or motivation. It's basically how to kick ass at being a great person and make a huge positive impact on people. And a lot of times we're going to talk about how doing the right thing isn't just morally good. It actually makes you feel good. uh, And it's how you have a good, fulfilling life. And all of that sets the foundation for the other parts of success. So today... We decided that, uh, well, before I say that today, we are on the Sunday Sermon joined by my co-host, DJ DJ God. The pastor of disaster. The pastor of disaster. Boy, I must be exercising more influence than I thought I was Why is for that? us to have something called the Sunday Sermon. Sunday Sermon. That's pretty you, impressive. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's, I feel like a lot of people are um, focusing a lot on success Uh, you know, the tools, the mindset, and they're missing the foundational part, which is, you know, really building strong character traits uh, that are morally aligned with the things that, you know, you need to have to be successful. Absolutely. Dude, everybody today is obsessed with what I would call techniques and formula. You see that everywhere, you know, like in sales. Yeah. And to your point, like when you talk about sales and aligning intent and making sure that really what you want is the best for the customer. Well, that's a character issue, right? So, you know, it's like building, it's like trying to build a house without pouring the foundation. Right. Yeah. So you just build up all these sticks and you put the drywall on and you put the roof on. And what happens the first time a storm comes, the fucker blows down. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what we're talking about really. And I think while we've covered a lot of these things indirectly Mm -hmm. and sometimes a little bit directly, I think it's good to focus on on this aspect of success because I don't think it's one that people really talk about. Absolutely. You, you hear a lot of buzzwords. You hear a lot of guys talking about, you know, doing the right thing and being kind and all this shit, and, but it's never explained, right? Right. It's never explained why it's important. 
And I think we have an opportunity uh, with this new segment. And I don't know if we'll do it every Sunday, but it's going to be something yeah. that we do regularly. Um, and, and to really ha- try to help you guys uh, practically build the character that you need to build. Because, yeah. dude, not everybody um, was privileged enough to have people in their life to show them those things. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I just, I mean, with the people who know, this is kind of cliche, but it is true that what you do flows out of who you are. Absolutely. Like, you you know, you, you can't get, you know, how's that old saying? Uh, can't get blood from a turnip. You know, you just can't get, uh, if you, if you in your core, if you're a screwed up person, you're not going to, everything's going to be screwed up. Yeah. It's, and so you can't, uh, you got to start with character. But, uh, you know, on a practical level, we've talked about this over the last couple years, but you most recently addressed it in your last uh, episode, which I got to say, dude, was brilliant. Like the one about the two things about being happy. And the thing that you touched on briefly about that um, was you talked about like, if you have an unclear conscience, you can't be happy. It's impossible. Like if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're violating and you're violating your conscience, you can't be happy. And what most people do is project that out as it's other people. Right. When it's actually you. Right. You know what I mean? Most people, whenever you, you can never get them to fully be accountable for their own actions. Um, to where they understand, like, dude, the reason I'm not happy is because I know I'm not doing the right things. Right. I'm not living the right way. And when you're not living the right way and you're doing things to violate your core beliefs that everybody has in their heart, whether those beliefs are right or wrong, which right. is what we're going to talk about sort of today right. uh, and going going onward in this segment, um, when you violate those and your actions aren't aligned, you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Absolutely. And I think so many people are looking and like... Dude, we're so filled with this fucking love fluff bunny shit. <laughs> so true. On the internet, like all these motherfuckers are talking about self-love and, you know, love yourself and accept yourself and you're good enough and you're worthy. And dude, none of those people, I can tell by the way they're saying, it, know what the fuck they're talking about. They're just parroting other right. people's shit. And the truth of it is is that dude, if you want to be happy, you got to do a little bit of work. And right. a little bit of work doesn't mean you have to go out and dig a fucking ditch. It just means you have to consciously make decisions that are aligned with what you believe to be right and wrong. Right. Right? Right. And then you have to challenge yourself. You know, if you're bored, if you're sitting at home and you know you are capable of doing much greater things, you're going to you're gonna constantly think like, man, I'm a real piece of shit. Right. And that's just what the voice is going to say. Right. Well, it's, you've said this a number of times and, over and the last dude, couple And dude, a years. lot of people, not to cut you off, no, you're good. but a lot of people will, a lot of people will be like, I'm not, you know, they're not in tune with their inner voice, right? They they say one thing, they act one way, they 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 say, they put off a projection of who they are. You know, Lewis Howes would say they wear a mask, mm-hmm. right? And um, and on the inside, they're they're agonizing because they know it's fucking bullshit, right? And dude, that's why they're not confident. That's why they don't have self esteem. That's why they're not happy. And dude, all these motherfuckers on the internet that are telling people all this bullshit about self-acceptance, dude, if you're a shitty person that's not doing the things that align with your core values, you're not doing the right things, you're not challenging yourself, you shouldn't fucking accept that. Absolutely. You shouldn't love that. That's the truth, you know? And society's so fucking soft now, they've, they've, um, they just, they, they start pushing this agenda and they make people, and it's sad, dude, because people who, who, you know, we deal with people who are extremely overweight a lot of times in our business. And a lot of them, until they're educated on the changes they can make, 
they've been told their whole lives, well, that's just the way I am. Right. My family's overweight. Right. I'm overweight. That's just the way it is. And there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just it. a victim of my genes. Yes. Yeah. And, and dude, it's not that they don't want to change. It's that that's what they've been taught. Right. And so what's happening right now in society is you have this movement of that's that's that I think has good intentions sometimes. I think a lot of times the movement is actually driven by people's own egos to be a quote unquote guru when they actually don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But the truth of it is is that when you push the agenda of self-acceptance, when people aren't living, you're teaching them that they can't change, which is going to ultimately keep them unhappy. Absolutely. And that's fucked up. 100%. You know what I mean? And dude, I see it, I see it on, like literally 99% of the people out there, they're, this is what they're pushing right now. And it's not, it's not right. It's yeah. not okay. You know, because what you're doing is you're just like the overweight person who is being told by everybody else in their family, well, that's just who you are. When in reality, they don't want to be overweight. They want to be able to run with their kids. They want to be healthy. They want to live longer. They want to be able to go to the swimming pool and not be embarrassed. They want to be able to buy clothes. But they're being taught by everybody around them that they can't do that. So they don't believe in it. So they just stay that way and ultimately are miserable. Right. And that's what's happening with the fucking feel-good movement in, in America right now. 100%. You know? 100%, dude. I, I was actually reading a book about um, athletic peak performance and what happens when athletes like get in the zone. Yeah. And what, one of the things they say is that literally... Um, there's this forgetfulness of self. Like they're not even thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about what they're doing. They're they're just completely absorbed in the task of being part of the athletic competition, um, supporting their teammates. And I thought of that. It, what hit me is that that's a great analogy for for happiness and being a good person. Is that this this self help self love craze that you're talking about is is constantly telling people, you know, think about yourself. I'm worthy. I'm I'm enough. I'm this. I'm that. Be self-aware. Well, maybe that's not the answer. Maybe the answer is stop thinking about yourself. Yeah. And just and lose yourself in the task of being a good person and putting other people ahead, and then you'll be in the zone. And then you and know then, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then incorporate that with the two the two other things. Living congruent to your values and yeah. challenging yourself. Right? Absolutely. So I mean, dude, I totally agree. Because what it's really telling people is like Cause like, dude, let's be real, dude. The fucking internet has turned everybody into a fucking narcissist. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let's fucking push shit out to manipulate the response so I get the most likes and everybody looks at me and I'm fucking somebody. And if I don't like it or if I don't get enough likes, pull it off. Yeah. You know, which is crazy. It, it, dude, it's it's really kind of fucked up society, which actually leads in to what we're going to talk about today. These podcasts aren't going to be real long. They're not going to be an hour long. We're going to try to keep them short so you could get on with your Sunday. Um, but what we're going to talk about today really um, has a lot to do with what I just said about the internet and how society is being trained. It, it, it's talking about, the, one of the most common questions that, that we get in our, in our company is, dude, how do you get so many good people? How do you have so many great people? And they don't mean when they say that, those people who are saying that are not saying, how do you get people that work so hard? Or how do you get people that are so smart? Or how do you get people that you know make the business more profitable? That's not what they're saying. What they're saying when they say that is how did you guys find so many great people, mm -hmm. good people, good friends, people who are loyal, people who have integrity? How did you create that? We get asked that all the time. And I think most people really struggle with this because the internet has taken away our need to truly connect with people on a personal level and change you know, a conversation that you and I might have at a picnic table on Sunday after a barbecue 
to, you know, some likes on the internet. Right. You know, and I think a lot of people, especially younger people, um, really struggle with how to create good friendships. Right. How to become someone who is surrounded by tremendous people of tremendous character who support you and push you and challenge you and hold you accountable. And they're like, nobody's out there. Nobody's like that. Well, that's not the case. There's lots and lots of people like that. Well, and it's not just that it's, that social media has tried to take away that need. I mean, they've obviously not, it's not obviously not been successful, but they've warped people's idea of what a friend is. It's yeah. really cheapened it. That's right. Like, you follow me, you like my stuff and We're comment. Buddies. We're buddies. Yeah. We're friends. Yeah, even and, though you might not have ever met the person. Right. And what's sad, and dude, not, I know you, you, we can sound like old fogies here, but you're. You sound like old fogey because you use the word old fogey. I know, but, but like you and I, we we're both. I mean, I'm older than you are, but we are from an age where, um, when you were young, even up to a teenager, the stuff you did, for, like with your friends, was really really bonding stuff. It was like yeah. you go play army, you you know you you I don't know ride bikes together, play sports. You you like you talk to yeah. your your friends, and right. so we I think we maybe have a and it's like you said, it's not the fault of the younger generation no, that they we, came we up with screens. We have developed right. an understanding of what it means. How to connect with people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and, and when, when we talk about this whole thing, this whole friendship thing, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but one of the things that I always... Well, well dude, Vaughn, the pro- problem with this too, dude, is that depression rates are on the rise. Right. Okay, with younger people. You know why? Because they can't fucking connect with people. Right. They don't know how to make real friends. They don't have that that hole in in their in their soul filled right. at all. Right. You know what I mean? And like they say, Oh, well, I don't need a lot of friends. I'm a loner. Everybody needs a couple friends. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm we're, not talking about internet friends. We're definitely social creatures. But right. some something that I haven't told you before that I I always think about almost every day is like your your guy Scott back here, the um yeah. what's his actual title? What is he like the warehouse? No, manager he, or whatever. He, he's he's a head of distribution for everything. Yeah, well, like almost every time I see that guy, I think, dude, he's the guy that pulled the guy off the guy that was stabbing you. Yeah, and I was that like I I'm still getting chills. Like I'm getting yeah. and and I always think to myself like that's the kind of friend you want. Yeah, you want somebody who's literally going to go after some big dude with a knife who's going out. So so that's. Clearly, what we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. It's going to well, how, do, how do you? It doesn't have do you to be, be a long podcast because right. the answer is really, really right. simple. Right, it's pretty you know? simple stuff. So, yeah. so give me your formula. Give me your technique. Well, uh, you hashtag sarcasm. For, you, for, you, you said it earlier. Yeah, you said. I think you. Said, I don't remember exactly how you said it, but basically, what you said is you get back what you put out. Right. Okay. And if you whatever it is that you want to attract, and we see this with, we see this a lot with like guys trying to attract girls mm-hmm. you know or girls saying there's no good guys we see this a lot so this doesn't just provide for go for friendships it goes right. for relationships too you, you know you have a guy let's just say use a guy as an example who has doesn't have a shit together he's not doesn't have a job doesn't have a career doesn't have ambition is not you know uh friendly okay uh he's not a positive influence he lies you know um but he still is crying and, and complaining and whining about why he hasn't attracted this certain female, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, the reason that you've never attracted that certain female is because you have not become the type of person that would attract a female of the caliber that you want, mm-hmm. all right? And that's just reality. And mm-hmm. people, your, your mom's probably told you, oh, all that matters is that you have a good heart. No, it doesn't fucking matter. 
Mm-hmm. That's not what fucking matters. And most of you don't have a good heart. Okay, you you pretend to have a good heart so you could probably so you, maybe you can get laid. Right. Okay. So let's be real. If you want to attract a good good quality relationships, you've got to become the kind of person exactly the kind of person that you're looking for. Okay. So if you're looking for someone who is of positive influence, who's loyal, who's truthful, who holds you accountable, who, you know, adds to your energy and not takes away, somebody who you have fun with, who you have great uh, conversations with, who sees the world the way that you see it, to attract those people, you have to become that kind of person, all right? And a lot of people don't really understand that. They think that friendships are just something of happen uh, happenstance or, you know, um, an accident. Oh, I'm, you know... But that's not how it, it works. Right. What really works is, dude, you attract what you put out. And uh, whatever it is that you're getting back that you're lacking from people, you probably don't possess yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's a mirror of what you're of what you're putting out. So if you're constantly meeting people who aren't telling you the truth and they're not loyal, it's probably because you don't tell the truth and you're not loyal. And just because you think they don't know that, it still fucking matters. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm not condemning people. I don't know people's situations, but a lot of times when you meet somebody. Well, dude, look, this is all a project. Right. It's right? a project. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times when you meet somebody and you find out, you find out that they've been married like five or six times, right? There's a reason. There's a reason. And what's interesting is, is if you look at their, their spouses over those six, they're usually the same make and a different model. Yeah. And the reason that they're the same make is that you're attracting the same kind of person again and again because that's, right. that's who you are. That's right. So you could change the model, but the make's not going to change. Right. You know? That's right. It's the same person in a different shell. Right. You know? Basically. And fuck, dude. I mean, dude, I, I have friends even at my, you know, I'm pretty young still for 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 life, you know, and I have friends who have fucking ruined their lives because of that that same thing. And like, I know a lot of you guys listening are shaking your head. Yes. Like, yeah, I keep dating the same fucking shit bags over right. and over. Well, that's because there's something going on with you that you're not aware of and you need right. to be aware of. Right. You know? And that, that's a good because, point because sometimes people, it's not intentional. Oh, fuck. It's never intentional. Yeah. Dude, people aren't aware. Right. They, yeah. And like, dude, they'll say stuff like this. They'll be like, oh, well, you know, I keep finding these same pieces of shit, blah, 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 blah. There's no good guys. And when they should be saying, what am I doing to continue down this same path over and over right. again? What am I doing to attract this same sort of relationship? What am I doing to keep having friends that lie to me or, or don't tell me the truth or don't show up when we're supposed to have plans? Well, how many times have you lied to them? How many times have you actually told the truth to them? How many times have you missed plans to other friends? Dude, I'm convinced people can try to convince me all they want, but dude, what goes around comes around, and it's just the way it is. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I don't have the the scientific reason, I don't think anybody does, of why that is, but dude, I, I've experienced enough in my life to know that, like, dude, when you have certain things, your life is a reflection of what you are, and... um. And a lot of times that's a hard thing for people to swallow, you know, because you as a pastor have dealt with lots of people who have relationships and, you know, I'm sure they've came to you and they said, I keep having these same things happen to me, but I don't know why, because I'm perfect. I'm a great person. And you've had to be like, well, Joe, (laughs) 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, exactly. It makes me think of that. That I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Liar, Liar, with Jim Carrey, yeah. where it's the guy's constantly getting in trouble. He's like, I don't know what to do. And uh, Jim Carrey says, stop breaking the law. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you keep on doing the same thing over and over again. You're going to get the same results. Yeah. But uh, no, but, you know, to, to transition to the, because obviously, yeah, you want to like, you want, like attracts like, if you want to, to, to have good friends, you got to be a good friend, and you got to work on being a good friend. Right. So, so you it's just not touched, automatic for no, not a, not automatic. But you just touched on something that that pertains to when people do have things in their life that they're they're really screwed up on. A good friend, what tells them the truth? That's right. Right. And that's, so talk about that because a lot of people are they, just they're incapable. They're incapable, yeah. and they're incapable because they don't want to hurt feelings. Yeah, but see, they you don't want You got to understand that a good friend, a, a good. Look, man, everybody's gone through that. Like, there's lots of times where I didn't tell people the truth when I was younger because I was really, honestly, afraid to hurt their feelings or afraid to tell them the truth. You know, about, like, let's say something they were saying to me, they had a problem, and they are like, what do you think? And me thinking I was being a good friend, be like, oh, yeah, fuck that other guy, when in reality, I'm like, dude, it's you, bro. You know, and yeah. um, that took me a long time to figure out. And what changed it for me was that, what really changed it for me was um, when I was in business, I started to realize that like, dude, I couldn't like I couldn't make someone feel good for doing a bad job. Mm-hmm. Right. So so I would have to tell them like, dude, you, you're fucking terrible. Like you need to do this, this and this <laughs> to get good. And the first couple times, dude, that sucked. I remember the first time I had to fire a kid. Dude, I fucking cried afterwards because I felt so mm-hmm. fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. I felt fucking horrible. You know what I mean? But dude, the, the truth is, is that me firing him was the best thing I could have ever done because he could not he could not have succeeded in our company. Wake up call. That's for right. Yeah. And so, what I learned through that through those experiences, you know, for years and years and years, is that dude, it's just easier to tell someone the truth because the truth is, is that if you truly care about someone, being nice is telling them the truth, even if it comes off as harsh. People think that when you, a lot of people in society will think, oh, you're being mean when you tell someone the truth because you disagree with their point of view. But the truth of it is, is that you're actually being a much better friend. So being nice is not telling them what they want to hear so they continue to make the same mistake over and over and over again. Being nice is telling them the truth up front so that they could change in a positive way later. And that's a, that that when I figured that out and it clicked for me, dude, I tell everybody the truth now. Absolutely. And I don't even think about it. And like, dude, I don't concern myself too much with their reaction because I know their reaction is something that they need to work out on their own. Absolutely. And I think I think the the way that you begin to see the value in telling people the truth is that when you've when you've experienced it yourself yeah. from a good friend oh, fuck like yeah. I had a I dated this girl for 3 years and I like I thought I mean she was a pastor's uh, daughter. I thought we were going to be, you know, match made in heaven. She breaks up with me. Initially my response is pretty good, but I went I went down in the dumps for a while. And the truth is, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but it took me a long time to get over her and I let it like degenerate into bitterness. And when I went away to seminary, I had all these guys that were real nice and everything and like, "Oh, you know, being compassionate and like, "Well, you'll get over it soon." Well, my roommate at the time finally just had enough and he's like, "Dude, let it go. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to tell you this, but you wear this like a weight around your neck and it affects your whole attitude and it just seeps out of you. And he says, if you don't let this go, he's like, you're not brokenhearted. You're pissed. You're yeah. just pissed that you didn't yeah. get what you your wanted. Pride got hurt. Your pride got yeah. hurt. And he said, let me tell you something. If you're, if you let this root of bitterness grow into like a redwood tree, 
20, 30 years from now, you're just going to be this angry old man, mad at God and mad at the world, and you're not going to be able to stop because yeah. it's going to become who yeah. you are. Yeah. And, and it was like, holy you, cow, he was right. Got, if you hadn't have gotten over it, you wouldn't be where you are today. Right. Which is a much better situation. Yeah. So, But I needed somebody to like speak the truth in love and say, but but do it in kind of a straightforward yeah. way and just say, dude, you got to get over this. Yeah. And, and if we're constantly coddling each other because yeah. we don't want to hurt feelings, well, dude, I think that's people, not being a good people, friend. Yeah, but pe- you don't have to be a dick when you tell the truth. No, huh? You know, but you have to be stern in, in your opinion. Like if you say, well, you know, I kind of think the, you know, that you might, I don't know, maybe it's time to get over that, Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Like that ain't going to stick with you. You know what I mean? You kind of have to slap somebody in the face and say, hey, dude, right. it's fucking over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let it go. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and spell out the, like, the consequences, yeah. you know? So, I mean, the, the, the bottom line here is this, and this doesn't have to be a long podcast because right. the answer to this question is very simple. If you're having trouble developing true relationships and having good friends, it's because you're lacking in one of the areas that you're looking for. All right? And you might hear this right now and be like, fuck, no, I don't. I'm great. I'm this, I'm that. Dude, that's part of the problem. You need to pull that ego away and truly look at yourself and say, okay, I want somebody who's a positive influence. I want someone who tells the truth. I want someone who's loyal, who helps me and pushes me and holds me accountable. Um, You know, someone who, who makes my day better and puts energy into my life and who I can have a good time. What, what about me is not like that? Mm-hmm. You know, am I a crab ass? You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, you right. know, um, do I not tell the truth all the time? Uh, do I not push people to be better? You know what I'm saying? Right. And do I just, not follow through on yeah. my commitments? Do and I, this you doesn't know, mean you're a bad person. This just means you have some work to do. Right. You know, and we all have work to do. Fuck, right. dude. When I say those things, there's a couple of those things that oh, I need absolutely. to work on. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, I don't want people to take it as like, I got it all figured out because, and I have some wonderful people around me and I've learned a lot. But I mean, there's things I could be better to be a better friend. There's no Absolutely. doubt, you know, but I'm aware of what I need to work on. And I think that's the key. Absolutely. No, good stuff, man. Yeah. I, you know, the final thing I would say is just, and I don't know, really know how to describe it other than. You should have the final word. You're a fucking pastor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well. You should belt out some like church shit for us. Well, the I actually think a couple of the guys have this verse somewhere on uh, somewhere in the company here, but it's as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, and that's just to keep in mind, like literally, you're you're influenced by the people you hang out with. You know, I mean, they they literally shape you, uh, and so be real careful who who you let into your sphere of influence, and also, but also take seriously that you should be the kind of person that's positively shaping somebody else. And I don't know, it's just it's just huge. I. I guess the 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 end thing that I would say is that you've said this a billion times. I mean, I've met very very few people in life who are who are as, as strong and as independent as you, but never in a million years would you ever say, "Well, I can do life alone." No. You know, I I can do it alone. I can do it all I myself. I so I just think people need to realize, like, we seriously need friends. Yeah. And as the old as the old saying goes. If you want to be friend, if you want to have friends, you got to be friendly, <laughs> dude. That's so, it. And what people you know, got to understand too, man. And and uh, and then I'll let you answer that. But uh, you know, when you become people, are like okay, well, I'll become the best of this. Then what, dude? What's going to happen is people are going to be fucking attracted to you. Yeah, you're going to meet people. They're just going to come into your life, and you're going to meet them and be like, fuck, dude, this guy's a this is a good friend. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and you're going to be able to recognize it because you're consciously working on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. All right, this is the last thing I'm going to say, and then uh-huh. and then uh, you can wrap up. So, you know I'm a nerd. I read everything. 
uh, I read a great story about how during the American Civil War, uh, Abraham Lincoln was really depressed, so he went to a local church, wanted to hear a hear a good sermon, kind of pep him up. He goes in, listens to the sermon, walks out, and his aide says, well, tell me about the sermon. And he goes, well, it was solidly based on the Bible, it was very eloquent, and it was very well illustrated. And uh, the aide goes, oh, so it was a good sermon. And Lincoln goes, nope, it wasn't a good sermon, because the preacher did not ask of us something great. And... Uh, I guess I feel like at the end of the day, the best way to be a good friend is to live in such a way that it demands greatness of the people around you, and it and it inspires greatness and motivates greatness. And to me, that there's no there's no there's no better way of being a friend than to have such incredible standards that you sort of naturally lift up the people around you and the people closest to you. Totally agree. That's it. That's it. All right. All right. <laughs>